0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 357 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the third chapter of Proverbs today, and our focus is on how did Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, fail and fall away from God? And How can we avoid a fate like that when we probably aren't quite as wise as Solomon was? Well, thanks for joining us. I do want to point you to our website. It's Bible2021.com. If you want to look up a past episode... And basically, we've covered the entire New Testament this year, except for a few chapters in Revelation that we've got left. You can check out our website and search for a topic or search for a verse or search for a chapter. Um, and you can also, of course, go back in your podcast client and look for past episodes. But all of those episodes are arch- archived on our website, which is bible2021.com. There is a remarkable amount of wisdom in Proverbs 3. I know, I know. That is not an earth-shatteringly surprising statement, right? But I mean that even for Proverbs, there's a remarkable amount of wisdom in this chapter. Some of the most well-known Bible verses are here, and they're well-known for a good reason, right? They're Timeless truths loaded with wisdom that have persisted as such for literally thousands of years. I'm talking about verses like uh, five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely or lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him and he will make your path straight. Or how about Proverbs 3, 7. Don't be wise in your own eyes. In other words, don't think you're wise yourself. Proverbs 3, 11 and 12, do not despise the Lord's instruction, my son. Do not loathe his discipline, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves, just as a father disciplines the son in whom he delights. How about Proverbs three nineteen: the Lord founded the earth by wisdom and established the heavens by understanding. Or Proverbs 3, 34, God mocks those who mocks, but gives grace to the humble. So there's just a bunch of tiny bomblets of wisdom and truth and small but powerful word packages in this chapter. Verses like this show why it is profitable to read and absorb the Proverbs. But since this is our last day of the year to read the Proverbs together, and our last Old Testament chapter of the year, we have to raise a very important question. How could Solomon the wise, so blessed by God in like literally every way possible, how could he fall and fail at the end of his life? How could the wisest man up until his day have his heart turned away from God? Because, my friends, the answer is knowing is not half the battle, and it never has been. Knowing wisdom and walking in that wisdom are two different things. So when I was a kid, one of my favorite cartoons was G.I. Joe, uh, it was a cartoon based on the action figures. They fought against Cobra. They were some sort of U.S. paramilitary force, right? And uh, I love the toys, love the cartoons, and all of the cartoons that I remember ended with like a ninety seconds PSA where kids are doing something stupid, then one of the G.I. Joes comes and rescues them, and then they know. And all of those PSAs end with this line: "Knowing is half the battle." I watched a bunch of these recently. You can find them on YouTube, and my wisdom went up a couple of points. They're so much better than some of the modern stuff you see on TV. I know I sound like an old man, but um, you get lessons like don't lie, stealing isn't right, when people disagree, sometimes they need somebody who's not involved to settle things, stop and think before you act, what to do when you're lost, how to tread water, Stop at railroad crossings. And shout out to my wife, the planner and scheduler of our family. Anything worth doing is worth planning. There's one of those where a kid is in a treehouse and other kids walk by and they say, hey, great treehouse. And the kid in the treehouse says, yeah, I built it in two days. I didn't even bother to use plans. Well, guess what happens next? Yes, it collapses while they're watching. And one of the G.I. Joes saves the kid from, you know, certain treehouse death. Well, one of the best and one of my favorites is it starts with a kid. And it's pretty dark, but it's great advice. It was especially great advice in the 80s and 90s. But uh, a kid is home alone and he answers the phone and a stranger is on the other end. And the caller says, is your mom there? And the kid says, no, I'm home alone. And the caller says, you won a prize. What's your address? Of course, the kid gives the address. 42 Oak Street, cut to outside. The kid's running outside and here comes Roadblock, a big Uh, G.I. Joe guy, I think, Mr. T in a military uniform, no hair. He's walking up and the kid sees him and says, hey, Roadblock, a stranger is bringing me a prize. (laughs) Roadblock furrows his brow and says, a stranger, huh? And then this car pulls up, slams on its brakes, looks at Roadblock and then speeds away immediately. And Roadblock looks at the kid and says, all he wanted to bring you was trouble. Remember, never tell anyone you're home alone and never give anyone your address. And the kid says, I'll just tell them mom can't come to the phone. Now I know. And Roadblock, of course, says, and knowing is half the battle. And I gotta tell you, look, I loved G.I. Joe growing up. It was the best. But they lied to us kids. Knowing is nowhere near half the battle. Let me present to you Exhibit A to my argument. King Solomon. 1 Kings 4.29 says, God gave Solomon wisdom, very great insight and understanding as vast as the sand on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the East, greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone, wiser than Ethan the Ezraite, right? wiser than He-Man, not the He-Man from the 80s cartoons, wiser than Kalkal and Darda, sons of Mahal. His reputation extended to all the surrounding nations." Like, Solomon knew the dangers of following women into the worship of other gods. He warned about it in Proverbs, for instance. Actually, multiple times, but how about Proverbs 7.21? She seduces him with her persistent pleading. She lures with her flattering talk. He follows her impulsively like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer bounding toward a trap until an arrow pierces its liver, like a bird darting into a snare. He doesn't know it will cost him his life. Now, sons, listen to me and pay attention to the words of my mouth. Don't let your heart turn aside to her ways. Don't stray into her paths, for she has brought many down to death. So, yes, Solomon wrote that, but... Years later, maybe a decade or two, we don't know exactly how long, look what happened in Solomon's life. 1 Kings 11, verse 1. King Solomon loved many foreign women in addition to Pharaoh's daughter, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women from the nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them, and they must not intermarry with you, because they will turn your heart away to follow their gods. To these women, Solomon was deeply attached in love. He had 700, not a typo, wives who were princesses and 300, not a typo again, who were concubines and they turned his heart away. When Solomon was old, his wives turned his heart away to follow other gods. He was not wholeheartedly devoted to the Lord his God as his father David had been, Verse 6, Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight, and unlike his father David, he did not remain loyal to the Lord. Verse 9, the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He had commanded him about this so that he would not follow other gods, but Solomon did not do what the Lord had commanded. Then the Lord said to Solomon, Since you have done this and did not keep my covenant and my statutes which I commanded you, I will tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. So Solomon the wise, he utterly failed at the end of his life. Was he still saved? I have no idea. Will he be in heaven? I hope so, but I don't know. It doesn't sound great, right? His life, however, shows us the truth of 1 Corinthians 10.12, which says, Let him who thinks he stands take heed that he does not fall. My friends, it is not enough to know wisdom. We must learn, live, and walk in the wisdom that we know. Head knowledge doesn't benefit us very much. All of Solomon's riches, all of his lineage, his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding, his advisors, everything he had, and he lacked what we have in Christ. What is that? Well, it's a new heart and a new covenant. Ezekiel the prophet came after Solomon, prophesied the coming of Jesus and what would happen when Jesus came in Ezekiel 36 verse 25. Where God says, I will also sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will place my spirit within you and cause you to follow my statutes and carefully observe my ordinances. You will live in the land that I gave your ancestors. You will be my people, and I will be your God So I will save you from all your uncleanness. And friends, that's what we need. We need a new heart that is put into us by the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. And this promise of his spirit within us so that we can follow the Lord's statutes and carefully observe his ordinances. Because it's not enough to know wisdom. We have to follow wisdom. And we have to observe wisdom. And we have to obey wisdom. Well, let's read our chapter Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. My son, don't forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commands, for they will bring you many days a full life and well-being. Never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favor and high regard with God and people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. and Do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know Him, and He will make your paths straight." Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first produce of your entire harvest. Then your barns will be completely filled and your vats will overflow with new wine. Do not despise the Lord's instruction, my son. Do not loathe his discipline, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves, just as a father disciplines the son in whom he delights. "'Happy is a man who finds wisdom and who acquires understanding, for she is more profitable than silver, and her revenue is better than gold. She is more precious than jewels. Nothing you desire can equal her. Long life is in her right hand, in her left riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant, and all her paths are peaceful. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her, and those who hold on to her are happy.' The Lord founded the earth by wisdom and established the heavens by understanding. By his knowledge, the watery depths broke open and the clouds dripped with dew. Maintain sound wisdom and discretion, my son. Don't lose sight of them. They will be life for you and adornment for your neck. Then you will go safely on your way. Your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. You will lie down and your sleep will be pleasant. Don't fear sudden danger or the ruin of the wicked when it comes For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from a snare. When it is in your power, don't withhold good from the one to whom it belongs. Don't say to your neighbor, go away, come back later. I'll give it tomorrow when it is there with you. Don't plan any harm against your neighbor, for he trusts you and lives near you. Don't accuse anyone without cause when he has done you no harm. Don't envy a violent man or choose any of his ways, for the devious are detestable to the Lord, but he is a friend to the upright. The Lord's curse is on the household of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous." He mocks those who mock, but he gives grace to the humble. The wise will inherit honor, but he holds up fools to dishonor. Amen and amen. Well, let's close with our Bible memory passage for the month of December, which is, of course, Revelation 5.12. Let's say it together. They said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen and amen and amen again. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.